Blessed be he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father, David, and to his descendants. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all his angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him. He will separate them, one from another, as shepherds separate sheep from goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the kingdom, the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When do we see you as a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? Then the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least brothers or sisters of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill, and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or stranger, or naked, or ill, or in prison, and did not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, to the righteous, to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ the King. Let me get a little bit of history. It was early in the 20th century, during the Great War, that the Pope decided to create this feast at the end of the liturgical year to remind the world that all of the kings and presidents and dictators of the world were not in charge. Who is in charge is Jesus Christ. Now, did the world hear that call for respect? Not so much, because here we are in the 21st century, and the world 
not totally, but is pretty much still at war. We have war in the Middle East. We have war in Ukraine, Russia. We have war of persecution in sections of Africa. So something's missing. Something's missing from the whole message. And I don't know if it's the message or the listeners. So as a reminder for who we are, the scriptures today say, well, you know, I, I want you just to think that God is one and there's only one God, and he takes care of us. Well, how, how can that be he's taking care of us when there's blood and bloodshed and murder and thievery all around us in the world? Maybe in our own neighborhoods, but in the world. So we have to go deeper into the relationship we have with God and realize Ezekiel gives us this beautiful example that he's like our shepherd taking care of us. And to the degree that we hear him and his words and his example in Jesus, we'll get closer to God and we'll find peace and we'll find eternal prosperity, not richness eternal life. Now, in the scriptures we have a history of the prophets constantly in the Old Testament telling us what we should be doing and what our obligations are. And to give us an example, Ezekiel today gives us God speaking as our shepherd saying what he will do for us. The stray I will bring back, the injured I will bind up, the sick I will heal. You hear it going on? The personal relationship with God and us. The sleek and the strong I will destroy, shepherding all of them rightly. So our foundation is a God who hears us, takes care of us, but doesn't run our politics, doesn't run our streets. That's up to us. That's up to us to have and support strong, positive leaders. And it's up to us to do as much as we can to feed the hungry. As a matter of fact, listening to the gospel today, there is one way in which we will achieve salvation. And it's through this. We will achieve salvation through bread. through feeding, through nurturing, taking care of one another. And the irony of it is, as we progress as a society, and Jesus predicted this, there are more poor, there are more homeless, there are more people in need. And not to put the finger on any particular politician, 
But politics in our society today, right now, seems just to increase the needs, to increase homelessness, to increase poverty. And now, in our own society, our own city, the drastic budget cuts that are being announced will only harm the youngest of our society. Today, as of today, this particular date, so many public libraries are being closed on Sundays, and the children who would have used those libraries are not able to attend, not able to use them. Any of us, adults as well. So the domino effect continues. Cut one program because you're overwhelmed in one program, and the program you're cutting fosters more discontent, more poverty, more ignorance. A little dramatic, but that's what libraries are for, to gather people so they can use them and learn. Now, this is the Feast of Christ the King. Why are we talking about this? Because Jesus told us, you want to get to heaven? You've got to feed one another. You want to get to heaven? You've got to clothe one another. Because the person you feed is me. And he says that in that beautiful Matthew's Gospel. When you saw me hungry, you fed me. But no, we didn't see you hungry. Oh, yes, you did. When you saw the least of my brothers or sisters hungry, you saw me. When you visited the ill, you visited me. When you clothed the naked, you clothed me. And you, we, we want to pounce on our heads and say, when? When did all that happen? Every day it happens. And the irony of our society is that we've advanced so far but we've gone backwards so far as well. And as we advance, we do have Catholic Charities, the, the City, the Hope Foundations, feeding programs all over. And even with those programs that hopefully we support in our own way and in our own areas, as that's happening, there are more and more people thrown onto the streets. So the cycle continues, the cycle of being challenged. And it's funny because you could leave this particular building, this church, and right outside our door, there'll be people on the street begging. Should we, should we bring this piece of bread and say, here? No, it's not enough. It's our attitude. It's our attitude again, in concert with our government and with our church, that if we want to achieve heaven, if we want to achieve salvation, and salvation, the root of the word, the word of salvation, means health, healthiness, eternal health. We can do it through a piece of bread. Not this, this particular piece of bread to one person outside, but our attitude of feeding and clothing. And, and let's not say with only the poor, the, 
the financially poor of our society. We have one another to take care of. To the degree that we feed one another, not only the poor that desperately need it, and the soup kitchens that desperately need our assistance, and over this past Thanksgiving weekend, we saw all of them come out of the woodwork, hundreds and hundreds of meals being served left and right. Our job, our duty, our responsibility, yes. What about the people we live with? How do, how do we feed one another? Do we spend enough time with each other? You say, well, that has nothing to do with church. That's, that's family business. That's, that's politics. No, no. If it involves people, it involves Christ, King of the universe. If it involves people, it involves us. Do we clothe those with whom we live, not with clothing, not with material. Do we clothe them with caring? Do they know they are loved? Do we visit when they are ill? And, and, and of course it goes to the stranger as well. But let's not be high and mighty and take care of the homeless and the stranger and forget our own families at home. It's a package. Jesus Christ is not king of this section of the universe or that section of the universe. He's king of the universe. And that means he's king of the Russians, the Ukrainians, Ukrainians, the Palestinians, the Israelis, the Africans. It's one package. Because Jesus Christ is reminding us in the Gospel of Matthew. At the end... It's only going to be you and bread before Jesus. And when he says, what did you do for the least of my brothers and sisters? Uh, the one who didn't have clothing, the one who didn't meet her rent, the, month, the one who didn't have a job that was really paying off his or her bills. What did you do for that? What did you do for your literal brother or sister? or your mother, or your father. What, what did you do for them? Whatever you did for them, you did for me. And whatever you didn't do for them, boy, it's like getting his finger and sticking it right now. I, you didn't do for me. It's a great feast. Wonderful. It gives us the, the notion of dominion, and royalty, and crowns, and glory. But that's not what it was. That's not the purpose of Jesus Christ's King of the Universe celebration. Because you know what his crown was. His crown was thorns. And you know what his throne was. It was a cross. So the irony of this holiday has to turn upside down our values sometimes. And remember, as a community, he is our king, which we're part of the universe, and those outside our physical community are also his subjects. He refers to them in the metaphor, least in the kingdom. The dregs of society. The relative you don't like. The person next door that you know is hungry. 
the least of our society represent Jesus. We come to a beautiful church, we want to hear a nice message, we want to sing glory to God, but the reality is we can't do any of that unless we have fed our brothers and sisters, those on the streets and those in our homes. So, a loaf of bread in all those areas can be our salvation. A piece of clothing, a caring word, a piece of bread to munch on can be our salvation and make us active members of the kingdom of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Choice is ours. Piece of bread or damnation.